Yeah, you, the kick-ass person with their finger on the trigger. Crank it. You're listening to Trans Talk Raw. I am the frozen woman from the north, Nikki Marie Dawn, and I am with my co-host, the hot Alabama woman, Terry Ellen. This is episode 24. We are a couple of trans survivors rocking the airways, bringing you our lived experiences, opinions, and a ton of info about being transgender. In the very near future, we'll be releasing our first interview with a wonderful English lady that survived transition and is now living her life to the fullest. The subject of controversy today, the stupid statement, are you trans enough? Really? Well, let's get into this pile of BS and get the show started. Well, that sounds good. It's got a good ring to it. You know, trans talk, raw, girls, squad, you know, four of us, yeah, come back and forth and, you know, doing our shit. Okay. All right. Okay, good. Well, there. So we'll start off tonight's show with that. Girls squad. Girls squad. Girls squad. Okay. Coming Coming Uh, attractions. Yes, coming attractions. So that's like the preview before you get into the show, the coming attractions, right? That's it. Right. Awesome. Anyway, tonight we are talking about are you trans enough? Are you are you trans enough, Nikki? Are you trans? Enough? I don't know if, I, if I'm trans. I'm a, I I know I'm a trans survivor. I, I am too. I I lost. Right? So, but am I, are we trans enough? And uh, th- when I started to research this, I was like, really? Yeah. I, I mean. But I'm serious because, and, and I know, and you pointed out this before we started recording. But that's what we do, right? Yeah. Right. But you pointed this out and I told you and I said, well, I've always known my whole freaking life that I was trans and I happen to be one of those. You're one of those that knew when they were I know. Like, I am one of those. In utero that you knew you were trans. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I was born and I came out of the womb and there was like a trans neon sign. No, doctor. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> Hold it. Wait, you're only cutting the umbilical cord? Isn't there something else you should be cutting to? <laughs> what the frick is going on here? I got ripped off. Cutting the wrong thing. I, yeah, exactly. Right. I was choked. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> we have this very difficult conversation, very controversial conversation there's no question about that so uh, pre-warning everyone this is going to get ugly yeah this is going to get ugly so let's let terry start off before <laughs> i get all worked up here because i'm i'm ready to just like blow my load or i mean do something i don't know something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that but anyway so give her terry what do you got to uh, say about this before Oh yeah, I was researching this. You know, I've been in, I've seen it many times, um, and the Transgender Day of Visibility um, webinar we did here in Mobile, Alabama, online. Uh, one of the girls was was talking about that and telling a little bit about her story that she had been concerned about being trans enough and to transition, and it's something you know we see a lot online, Twitter, Facebook, various groups, forums. Uh, it's really in the conversation of transgender people across the board. I know I didn't even know anything about that term until probably a couple of years ago. I never never crossed my mind whether I was trans enough. 
I never thought that I needed to be some sort of majority to consider myself transgender. I, I, I knew I was trans, period, since I was 12 years old. I never, ever questioned whether I was trans enough for anything. It was just like, am I blue-eyed enough to be blue-eyed and blonde? Is that, are my eyes blue enough? Is it, you know, is it, I don't know, am I blue enough? It's kind of, for me, it's kind of like that. Um, my eyes are blue, period. They're just blue. There might be some sort of variation tone or wise. And, and really, depending on how the sun hits them, they can be all kinds of shades of blue. But being a shade of trans, I mean, we know there's all kinds of categories under the broad, huge rainbow uh, umbrella that we have called transgender, you know, non-binary, gender queer, gender fluid, pansexual, you know, gender, uh, all kinds of flavors of being transgender, but all of them are still trans. If you have any kind of dissatisfaction, however great or minimum it is, with the gender you were assigned at birth, you are technically transgender, period. End of story. There's no checklist. You've got a punch. There's nothing about, well, are you on hormones? Are you going to have surgery? Do you plan to transition? You're going to check all these things off. And there are some in the community like that, that they feel that, you know, you're not truly transgender unless you do all these number of things. But, um, you know, you, you are trans. If you feel and think you are trans, then, yeah, ding, 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 here's your sign. You know, you're transgender. What you do about it. It's more the question. That was what it was for me. I knew I was transgender. It wasn't about what varying degree I was. And I knew what I wanted to have known since I was like 12 years old. I wanted to have a vagina. <laughs> I wanted to be a woman. I knew, I knew that. It wasn't a question of did I know it or not. I knew it. And I know some people, you know, like you were knew when you were young. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Hellfire. I think we all knew some way when we were really young that things weren't right, I did. Uh, wanted to play with girls. I was very aware of boy-girl demarcation of what I could and couldn't do because, well, I was a boy and I couldn't play with dolls and I couldn't do this and I knew that. I think most young boys aren't really aware of that because they don't want to do that anyway. But we are. It's a natural thing to do, right? That's For right. We, may not, we may not know the exact words to put it into, um, you know, to put it into play to say, Hey mom, I was, I was, I'm a girl. I'm not a boy. Why do you keep calling me a boy? And there are those that are that, I mean, I was not one of them. My older brother was, my mother's told me that, you know, he told her he was a girl at a young age. And I sometimes think I probably didn't because I saw what happened to him. <laughs> And being uh, somewhat of an intelligent one. soul, I was like, oh, I don't think I'll do that. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's, that's bad. No, that's, that's bad. I don't want See, and, and how, you know, you survive. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Well, it, everything you're saying, it's like, I agree with you completely. Um, the one difference with me is that I didn't, I, and I'll say this, I didn't even think trans was a part of it. I was just, when I, when sure. I, grew, when I was uh, like, 
hey, I'm brushing the hair and I'm playing with the dolls and I want the easy bake oven and, <laughs> and, and, right? Barbie. There, was not, there was not even a question because I didn't even know. I was just me. And that was it. And, and, and I was just yeah, living that, my that life. That wasn't even a word in your vocabulary. It wasn't in mine until I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And I figured it, you know, figured it out. Right. So I'm like you. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't get it, the trans thing. I don't get, am I trans enough? I don't either. I I, I don't get that. I don't don't get the, Um, am I trans enough? I think just being trans covers it. And I have have difficulty with that because I don't believe that this should even be a topic, Mm -hmm. really. I I think it's, uh, I think, even when I was doing my research, I was trying to find out when did, this trans enough thing actually start? Did you and find how it? did it start? And who started it? And I was trying to figure that out, and I couldn't find anything that was that it's stuck like, out like a flag or something I like that. First mention of being trans enough, you know. Right, and so these things are being developed by individuals in the community for reasons of either it be. Um, personal belief that if you're not a certain way you you're not trans enough that oh yeah because you don't have in our community yeah i and my even with clients that i have they i've heard this term uh and it's like well um i'm having difficulty understanding if i'm trans because i'm not a certain way and it's like, well, look, you're your own worst enemy right now. Yeah, you know, everything that I'm seeing and that you've talked to me about and everything else is you're trans, okay, period, end of conversation. We don't need to talk about that. There isn't really a, okay, you know, because I kept looking too in my research was, um, where's the trans scale? I missed this in my education somewhere. Where's the trans scale? Yeah, is there one to 10? It, it's like, okay, yeah, exactly. Okay, now are you a two or a four or a three? Nothing. <laughs> I know, and and I'm, I was very degree black belt. You know, you got to meet all these criteria. Yeah, and so I was very, very kind of put off by that as well. That where how, where is this developed? Where does this come from? Why are people saying this? Why is there judgment about this? Why are we uh, infighting over something that is, to me, not even an uh, should be even discussed or talked about or in existence? Okay, uh, we are who we are. We are how we feel on the inside. If you have an inkling as to how you feel and there's something wrong, now that definition seems to have now blown in many, many directions because when I was growing up and in, even through the 80s and 90s, my definition of being trans, it wasn't a case of were you trans enough, it was a case you are transitioning from one gender to another. Because it, and when I say that, this is way before all of the other non-binary stuff came out. And you know, are you binary, yeah. non-binary, or this, or that, or gender fluid, or whatever? Yeah, the gray area that lies between the binary, you know, uh, that spectrum of male to female or female to male, and where are you on that spectrum? Not everybody is girl, girl. Not everybody is boy, boy. And you may fall somewhere. Between there, there's not 100% girl, 100% boy. I think there's very few people who are either way, just like everything else, and se- like sexuality, there are gradations and huge variation in tone along the spectrum as to gender and sexuality. 
Um, for me, I wanted to be a girl. I wanted to be physically a girl. I wanted to be socially a girl. I wanted to be legally a girl. That is where my heart, mind, and soul lie. It's who I knew myself to be. I don't want they and them pronouns. I want she and her. And, you know, it might upset people. I don't want to go there. I didn't transition to be a they and them. I transitioned to be a she and her. I transitioned to be a woman. And if that's on the binary, fine. Then I'm part of the binary. I don't want to be gender fluid. I tried a little bit of that. That was not me. (laughs) I did all kinds of stuff trying not to do this so I wouldn't blow up my life. It wasn't about whether I was trans enough. I had read enough stories and I knew how hard transition is and all the things you can lose when you transition from one gender to another. And you even may lose that when you transition to be non-gender or non-binary and you're they and them and you're presenting androgynous and someone doesn't know what to call you. That's a tough road to walk too, even though you may not ever do hormones and you may not change your name and you might not do a lot of the things that a traditional transsexual does. But that's not to say you're not trans enough. No. There is no qualifier on being trans enough. There's nothing physical you have to do to be trans enough. Yeah. And that's the part that I really have my difficulty with wrapping my brain around is because we are trans people can be on a, like you said, a very wide spectrum, right across from one end of it to the other. The idea that I've always looked at for the definition of being trans is that you feel different from what you were biologically born. That's my definition. I'm sure other individuals might have a different definition of that. Oh, that's pretty much the definition. But that's, that's, that's the, the definition. Yeah. Right. So that's my definition of it. So when I talk about that and we talk about that, that's what I see. So when we say you're not trans enough, that's a stigma that is brought You and I are not saying that. (laughs) No, but that's, well, exactly, because we are, well, we're obviously in the trans community. We don't, and this is a part that also really bothers the hell out of me, is that when we've worked so hard all our lives to get to where we are, what we wanted to do. Now, remember again, this is an individual choice. We're not saying one way is right, one way is wrong. We just believe that everybody has the right to be where they need to be. That's, that's what it is. And that's why I have that problem with why, what is trans, you know, what is trans enough? Well, that, that's almost a very derogatory thing in my mind. You know, as soon and and that's even derogatory from the perspective of the individual internally saying that to themselves, because that's just creating more pain and pressure inside them. Oh, yeah, it's not needed. And it's Good God, we got to know if it is right. Yeah, and it, it's mental. It, it's going to affect you. It's matter of fact. If anything, it's going to increase your dysphoria because it's just another thing to put on the pile that you now have to worry about. Oh, hell yeah. Another, another thing to meet, you know, it's, it's bad enough to think, you know, if you're transitioning from male to female, it's like, am I going to be pretty? Will my boobs be big enough? It's a fat going to migrate to where I want it to go. Is my face going to change? Will I be able to get rid of all the beard, my body hair? What's going to happen to that? Oh, and will my hair grow back? Am I going to have to wear wig? All oh, the, any number of things that we're dealing with, 
if we're thinking or, you know, going to transition, if you're going to transition, a lot of these things, am I going to pass? Am I going to be pretty? Am I going to be accepted as a woman? All that. And now you got to load on some icing of, am I trans enough? It's like, there's no criteria for that other than bullshit that other people in the trans community are coming up with. Like Mm -hmm. there are some transsexuals, old school transsexuals, which I'm an old school transsexual, but I'm not what is defined as true scum, which I hate that word anyway. Because I do too. But they are of a mind that if you're not going on hormones and you don't plan to have surgery, then you're not trans, which is the nth degree of not being trans enough. And that's not true at all because so many people either don't want to do it because they're scared of surgery or they fear it or the same difference or they can't afford it or maybe they have some medical conditions that it might kill them if they have it. They would like it, but they can't have it. And so there's so many mitigating circumstances around surgery that that should not be a defining thing for being transgender at all, at all. No, it is not a requirement. You don't have to have it. You do not have to punch your card uh, in the transgender union for that. Right. Okay. So now I'm curious, uh, and I'm going to bring this up because this is where it's going to start to get controversial. Oh, you haven't already? Well, not really. I don't think anyway, (laughs) not in my mind. Um, Probably for some we have, but not in my mind. But what I'm going to say here next is probably going to be pretty controversial. So now we start to look at the definition of what being transgender is, because it's not a case of being trans now. So let's take this as an example. You have an individual that presents fully as male, has a beard, has male names, has everything, does everything male, does absolutely everything, and classifies themselves as non-binary trans. Ah, yeah, boy, you're going controversial. Yes, I and I agree with you on this. It's extremely... It's a tough one. It is irritating as hell, frankly, well, to call yourself non-binary and present as the binary. If you're using they and them pronouns and you claiming to be non-binary, binary, which means neither male or female, which in the traditional thought is androgynous. Correct. Someone would look at you in your physical presentation and would go, is that a man or a woman? That is the classical definition of non-binary, that someone doesn't know by looking at you what your gender is. Correct. Androgynous, non-binary. You're neither one. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're claiming to be non-binary, and you're walking around with a full beard, which is a very male thing. And you've got a tweed suit on with a vest and, you know, shoes shined up and sweet and cufflinks and the whole male attire. And very male in your mannerisms and very male in your actions and very male in your vocal uh, vocalizations. It's hard to be taken as non-binary. I'm sorry, that's just the fact of the matter. It's difficult, and if you get really pissed off by someone always calling you he and him, because that is how you look, and that is how you present, that you're not even trying to present as something not, you know, androgynous or non-binary, that's a problem. Yeah, and I know that's a controversial thing, but that's, it's difficult. Yeah, so the reason why I brought that up, obviously, 
is I've had some experiences, and it's the reason why I stepped down from my nonprofit organization as the president mm-hmm. was for this exact reason. You had somebody just like that. We ha- I did. I had somebody, we on that board had somebody that was exactly like that, that was male, everything right down to the letter of everything, absolutely everything. And then came in, uh, was a part of the board, was not a, a part of the exec, but just a part of the board, um, and just continually harassed me at every moment they could. If I, and if I would make a now, and I'm going to be honest, um, they went by they, them. I had called them. Of course, it's difficult not to call somebody they, them when they are presenting completely and totally like a guy, um, wearing male rings, doing everything. We're talking like everything is male here, not even an inkling about anything that would say that you're non-binary. And then personally attacked me all the time because I was transgender and they classified themselves as trans non-binary and went by they, them, and did everything in their power to try to get me off the board. Well, they, they succeeded, but then they also went down the road too because I forced them out first, and then I resigned because my board didn't even, they didn't even support me in any of this. They, did, they felt I was the bad person in all of this, um, which, again, I, I mean, these are my personal thoughts. It's not, I, and, and if somebody's out there and they're non-binary trans and the presenting yeah. is that or whatever, okay, this fine. Show. This is an opinion show. It is, and I'm going to be, opin- you know, I'm going to have my opinions. These are opinions and I'm going to say are my things. our own. They do not reflect on any other no. But the other thing was. Uh, part of. Right. But the other thing that I want to make sure that everybody is completely aware of is when I say this, and I would make a mistake on occasion and say him instead of they, them, and then they would freak out on me right in the board meeting and say, this president has to be removed because they can't even get the pronouns correct or anything else. And then the board member sitting right beside me goes, well, Jesus, you know, and then they go, well, you know, um, and then they're talking to the whole board and they go, but he, pointing to the person that's trans non-binary and says, well, he is this, and the person didn't say a word to them but then as soon as I say it, rips the shit out of me. So now we have to consider the fact of this. When we start to look at how our, our group of individuals in our community are looking at everything, okay, everybody wants to now eliminate the gender altogether. They want to just make like everybody's like, okay, well, we're, all the, we're everything this way. So now I feel... Because of that, if this individual is thinking that way, then they're actually trying to take away who I am as an individual. And that, I think, is wrong. Totally and completely wrong. Look, I transitioned in the old days, and I wanted to be a woman. This is who I am. Don't rob me of that. Completely agree. I felt the same way. It's like I finally got to be the woman I always knew I was. I got to be her physically, I had to be her socially, I got to be her legally. All of the practical manifestations thereof that I knew my mind and soul to be. And now it felt like that someone, that part of our community wants to take that away from me, that I can't be she, her, and that I should just accept being they and them or whatever, that you know we want to destroy the binary. It's like, I. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to destroy the binary. 
I work damn hard to be on the other side of that coin. And I get to have mine just as much as, as someone who wants to not be, have theirs. Why is it that you getting yours negates mine? I don't see much different than the cis community right. to erase me because I'm trans. Exactly. I don't see a difference in that. You're I wanting to either. erase me just like they want to erase me. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off. It pisses me off too. So, but then here's the next question that is, this is where it starts to get complicated. Would that person that I just described, are they not trans enough? Or they're trans. Enough has nothing to do with it. No, I know, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at here is that I find that the individual that was calling themselves trans non-binary, then to me, I find that as an insult to me being trans based on how, what they're doing and how they present and all of the things that go along with that. Now, I know I'm probably wrong and that is controversial in that sense, but I have to try to look at it from a certain way. And this now, and saying this too, out of all of the individuals that I've met throughout the community, whether it be through pride, um, everything completely, I have never met an individual like this ever. Okay. No, I have met. Tra- I have met. Like I, yeah. I have met trans non-binary individuals, but when I look at them, it's like, okay, you got makeup on, or you, you're, you're, you know, it's definitely obvious that you are presenting in not the standard binary. Okay. You hold on a second. My neighbor texted me. She smells something burning. Oh. Definitely. Let's put this on pause. Pause for a second. Okay, thanks. Thanks. That's where you were. Okay, so that's where I was. Uh, there was no fire, folks. Don't worry. Everybody is still safe, although something is burning outside, but Terry is still alive. So that's good. Is she's still with us. So we shall continue on with uh, our discussion on Are You Trans Enough? And it all hasn't arrived yet, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being down here in the Bible Belt of the South. <laughs> Yeah, well, you got to watch it down there because, yeah, things do burn rather quickly, don't they? Uh, yeah, they can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, like we had rain the other day. So, yeah. okay. Well, it's nice that you finally got some rain. That will knock down some of the heat. Uh, the pollen. The pollen. Oh, it's the pollen. That's pollen. right, yeah, because everything is coming out hard. So, yeah. so yes, binary, non-binary. Uh, there's a lot of confusion in the community when it comes to that. I think it's, to me, it's obvious. Like I said, when I go to pride events, when I do anything, if non-binary people are there, they're pretty obvious. Anybody that I've ever met that has come up and said, oh, hi, I'm non-binary. I'm they, them. I look oh, at yeah. them and I go, yes, definitely non-binary, they, them. Okay. Not, a, not an issue. It's very easy. So sometimes I wonder if some of these individuals just, have a, you know, now again to this person that I'm talking about was from a certain co- uh, community um, in the world that maybe is very much against uh, individuals changing their gender. That's another possibility. And of course, full going on full PhD and that. So very much an academic that was very strong minded in that. The person was extremely smart. But it just, they were, the way they came off to me was very bad. And it felt like I was being, well, I was attacked. There's no question I was attacked massively. Oh, yeah, it certainly, certainly sounds like you were. And to not have gotten any support from your fellow board members was very 
so telling and you you know we meet non-binary people who will go by he and they mm-hmm. or she and they if they're trans masculine or trans feminine that you'll mm-hmm. are okay with the pronoun of the gender that they were born as uh assigned at birth uh but they feel maybe not at home as either male or female but aren't completely androgynous um those are i think a little more understanding there's not as much issue of calling them you know if they're feminine she are they uh and they'll dress more a little more androgynous sort of or somewhat masculine as a female or really drop the feminine attire but there's a real noticeable difference from what they were. And I hate to say it, presentation goes a long way with us as to what, how we identify to have that as our visual presentation goes a long way in presenting to the world who we believe ourselves and who we know ourselves to be. You know, I don't want to be gender fluid. I don't want to be taken as a guy. I had enough of that in my other life. Been there, done that, got plenty of T-shirts for it. I want to be a girl. I want to be seen as a girl. I'm not going to wear a ratty-ass T-shirt the way some women do around here. That's all great and good. I don't want to wear that. Yeah, so you're- Mainly because I've been there and done that as a guy. <laughs> I just don't want that anymore. Yeah, and I mean, we, we, we both of us are very defined in who we are and what we're about, what we believe in, why we did what we did, why we needed to do what we did. We didn't need to have any- person come up to us and go well are you trans enough yeah we did not not discuss with my therapist did that ever come up with yours it never ever came up in conversation in the last five years in my trend i never even asked that it wasn't even a thought in my head you know i asked her if i was transgender one question that was after six months of visits i mean i knew i was and i was hoping beyond hope that she'd go no i think it's really xyz or whatever you know no. It's like, yeah, I think you're transgender. That was it. <laughs> I didn't ask her about degrees. Well, you think I'm 40% trans and 60, okay. I mean, is it 51% the tipping line where, you know, I have to transition? There's just not a choice once, you know, you reach this point of no return, you know. I, I never had any kind of discussion like that. So I'm curious, like you, you know, I did a bit of searching. It's like, where did this first come from? I tried to figure that hey, out. I, trans I, enough. I've looked for the term and as far back as I can see, and it was, I think, the first time that I, and again, I could be totally wrong because I've just taken a wing at this. But what I did find in my research was that it started about five or six years ago. Yeah, that's how I and, do it in all my reading and stuff that, and it has become more prevalent with time. And I think then other individuals have then taken that on I have seen groups when I, before I, before I started fully transitioning, I was in, you know, I decided, well, I'm going to check out and see if I can meet a bunch more trans people, you know, and try to get into the community a bit more. I, I, I kind of already was in, I would walk in gay pride and all of that, but I didn't really know anybody on a personal level. So I went and I found that there's a lot of egos out there too, when it comes to this. And of course, with an ego, 
people will go and look down upon you and say, well, I'm furthering my transition. So obviously, you know, you have a long ways to go. And, or, you know, that's where I would see that potential possibility of something. Well, you're not trans enough yet. Well, you have to be this, this, and this in order to be trans enough, right? And I got, and the first group meeting that I ever went to, um, I was totally insulted as to what was going on. And it was that whole ego trip and that I am the, I'm the head of the group and I'm the trans person and you guys are all a bunch of eggs or newbies or whatever you want to call them. And you should, you know, basically bow down and kiss my feet sort of thing. And I think sometimes with this, you know, even with my, I think the other part of this trans is uh, my trans enough has been then defined in my, in some of my clients that where, you know, they might be exploring themselves to see if they're trans knowing full well, similar to what your case was for six months, you knew you were trans, but you were hoping somebody was going to be able to turn the switch and go, no. Okay. But nowadays, because of so much of the internet and everything else, I think a lot of individuals now that are just starting out are going, Ooh, I don't know if I'm not, you know, they're backing out a bit because it's like, I don't know if I'm trans enough because, well, I'm not presenting yet. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. And here I'm in this group of individuals and I'm talking to everybody. Am I trans enough to even be talking to people in this group? So it starts to be a stigma in people's minds, right? Even though they might not have ever had that term thrown at them, they start to develop yeah, that, that term in themselves. Yeah, there's so many things you know, if, uh, well, you know, if you're trans, you're going to want surgery. And if you're trans, you're going to want hormones. And if you're trans, you're going to socially transition. And if you're trans, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And you're going to do this whole litany of things. And, you know, yeah, that can, that can put a lot of pressure uh, on a transgender person as to, well, you know, I don't, I don't want that. Does that mean I'm, I'm not trans? And it, and it doesn't at all. There's no, as we said early on, on on this show, that there's no checklist. And somebody's looking over your shoulder to make sure you're punching it. I was like, you know, when I got my cat, I thought, oh, I can punch that off my list of being a trans woman because I got a cat. You know, it's such, such a stereotypical thing, it seems to be, with trans women. We all have cats. So, and for me, it was more of a funny thing, but yeah, there's somewhat of an underlying truth to that. It's like, well, you know, I don't have a cat. I'm not, I feel very atypical as a trans woman sometimes in our community because, uh, well, one, I didn't have a cat before, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm not in IT. I'm not a coder. I don't like to wear a choker. <laughs> Uh, I don't have multiple piercings. I don't have a nose ring. Uh, there's a lot of things you see in trans women. Um, common thing. I don't have any tattoos. I don't have any of those. Uh, so, and I, I've seen all this, but I never thought of it just being that I wasn't trans enough. I never ever thought of it that way. It was just I thought I was more atypical. I'm a geologist, and I only know of one other geologist who's a trans woman. So, you know, I'm, I'm even rarer as a, a trans woman in my vocation and other things. But again, just because I didn't have all those things and I don't do those things, or I don't have that kind of education or that kind of vocation doesn't mean I'm not trans enough. It's, it's funny to hear you say that. 
because what you just defined is called personality. <laughs> the whole entire freaking world is the same way. In the cisgender population, what? Let's see. Uh, well, I've got nose rings, and then other people don't have nose rings. And I got tattoos. Well, other people don't have tattoos. Well, I got cats, and some people have dogs. And I mean, this is the thing. It's that build up in our own minds and of that, am I trans enough? Jesus, this, just what I said there should show, throw that whole thing right out the door. Because agree with you, all I mean, of that doesn't have anything to do with it, right? You know, I understand the it's like peer pressure, you know, being the, a teenager and you want to be with the cool kids and and all that, you know. Can I be cool enough? You know, I need a mm-hmm. Corvette and I need to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I need to wear tight ass jeans and you know, bright red lipstick or whatever. Um, it's kind of that thing with us, you know. We we go through puberty again. Uh, I mean, and just coming out to ourselves, admitting to, that we are trans, and then it's like, oh my God, what, what, do I, you know, it's like becoming a teenager, you know, going from childhood to adolescence and all the hormones that come with that. Uh, being trans, we all, whether you go on hormones or not, yeah, you kind of enter another little puberty, mental wise, possibly physically, if you do do hormones, but if you don't, you're entering that in a mental way. Because you're changing your life by just coming out as trans to your to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, to yourself first of all. We all come out to all ourselves right. first before we ever come out to anybody else. Yeah, yeah. There is there is that, and so I think it is similar to that. Just like teenagers, it's like you know, you talk to your if you have children or whatever, and had a teenager. I've had one, and yeah, it's like you're okay. You know, you are mm-hmm. old enough, and you can be a teenager just like everybody else. It's there's nothing you got to do to be a teenager. You just are. <laughs> it reminds me of like just, and you hit it right on the spot. You talk about puberty. You talk about, you know, it's just like being in school. Well, remember in school, the way I remember it was, let's see, um, we had our rockers because we grew up, I grew up in the 70s. So we had our rock and rollers. We had the nerds. We had the jocks. We had everything. Well, guess what? Now let's just say we got the trans. Dead. And that's what it is. And I think, when we talk about that, it's, it, again, when I'm hoping to try to put a different spin on all of this so that people don't look at it as that, am I trans enough? No, it's you are trans and you have a different personality because we are all unique and we all do our own thing and we are all individuals and we are not judged on a scale of one to 10 and we are not, you know, uh, forced to do anything that we don't want to do. And we should be understanding of that. It's it, it, like, that, it's common in society, period. So I start to wonder from the psychological side of it that all of this is built up in our own community for no real reason. Because it's something that we just, and that's another show we are going to do. It's going to be called uh, Cannibalism. In the oh my god, yes. Which is going to be a tie off on this one, which I think will be our next show now that we're yeah, we to follow up. We'll uh, do a follow up on that. But this is where I see this all uh, the trans side of it, you know, not being trans enough. That's bullshit. There's no such thing. It's a personality trait. We are who we are, and everybody is different. Persons and, you know, mantra in the community, which it's always been. 
in my time of transition was, you know, YMMV. Your mileage may vary. vary. You might get 10 miles a gallon or you might be a Prius and get 50. Yeah, that's okay. That's why you're made. And you might go 150 miles an hour or maybe you go 30. That's okay too. You don't have to be balls to the wall to get your transition done and as quickly as fast as possible. There are those that do. Or you can never do it at all. Again, snail's pace. It's all up to you. There is no checklist. There is no criteria. There is no test at the end of the day for being trans. It's personality. That's the way I like to think of it. We're transgender. We develop the way we want to. Everybody's personality is different. We will all evolve in whatever way we feel is correct. Just like the rest of society no, we, we need you know, our own, own pride flag for being transgender, or every stripe represents a subset of, of being transgender. That's, I mean, transsexuals. I'm a transsexual. Nikki's a transsexual as far as the classical sense of that word of who we are and what we did. That's what we are. But just because someone else is not under the umbrella doesn't mean, I think, they're not trans enough or that they need, in order to be trans, they need to go on hormones and they need to have surgery and they need to do X, Y, Z, just like I did it. And no, not even in the slightest, but that doesn't negate who I am. Being who I am has nothing on anyone else. I have my label. I don't like labels anyway, but that is the definition of who I am, the medical terminology, as it was termed in the day that I knew who I was. That gave me identity. That explained the feelings I had succinctly to my 12-year-old brain and mentality and maturity at the time that I understood. It was a real ding, 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 ding for me and a real oh shit moment to know who I was at 12 years old in 1975. Yeah. I, again, I'm similar to you uh, in all regards. Cause I mean, we're pretty much the same age. We grew up in the same, through the same decades. We run through the same shit. Well, a little bit different here and there, but basically and generally the same. I'm going to just say it again, that there is no such thing as, are you trans enough? Absolutely right. not. There is nothing. And if anybody ever says that, to you that I'm is basic, that that's that that is just an insult the total and complete insult now Agreed. we're going to have to put up with this and again i'm starting to think that the trans are you trans enough is basically a cannibalistic viewpoint that destroys our community and that's what it does and there, it's it now anybody and now it's gotten to a it point help where, an individual it doesn't help yourself in your mind no. It, all it is is provide more stumbling blocks for you and your growth as a trans person or just a person who acknowledges to themselves that they're trans. You know, that's enough. That's yeah. And so I don't think we have to beat this against the, our heads against the wall on this anymore. I think we made ourselves very, very clear in our opinions, very, very clear as where we think this is. I think we did. Yes. I, th- I think also in turn two, um, I, I want to let everybody know, and Terry's already kind of said it, but 
um, for individuals that are questioning themselves and you're looking and going, am I trans enough? You're fucking damn right you're trans enough. Absolutely. Now stop thinking no, about it. Stop thinking about it and move forward and be accepted in the community for the individual that you are. And that's, that's it. That's all I have to say because I think we've cleared this totally. So our next show, <laughs> I'm going to say this right out of the get-go, our next show is going to be the cannibalism one because I think it's a great follow-up to this one. And I feel that this subject itself is really truly in part of that cannibalistic state that some individuals in our community are that'll tear each other apart and those kinds of things where we should be building each other up and supporting ourselves. Yeah, yeah. there are individuals like that. So we, anyway, we, we don't I, need enemies within our community. We have enough enemies out of our communities. So right. We all are firing at each other. It's just so much easier to pick us off as a community. Well, sure, and that's what people... Strength is in numbers, unity. Mm -hmm. Strength is in unity. Stop having the egos in the community and stop doing all of that and let's try to be one and all and united as as individuals. And and that's there again, individuals, okay? We are individuals and we will all have our own personalities, our own traits. Um, Yeah, I got tattoos all over my body, okay? Um, Terry does not, but guess what? We're both trans enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you got a killer ass tattoo on your back <laughs> so anyway uh we're gonna end it off there our next show is gonna be on uh trans cannibalism as we call it and uh we'll probably have that out on tuesday and this episode well guess what yes so anyway good night everyone thanks for, night, thanks everybody. for joining us Thanks for listening to Trans Talk Raw. This episode has been brought to you by transgenderlifecoaching.com. Please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Time for us girls to party. Join us again for our next episode of Trans Talk Raw.